Welcome to Field Notes by Ag Choice, a podcast series covering timely, relevant topics for Pennsylvania's agricultural and rural communities. Each episode will include an interview of an Ag Choice expert or one of our industry partners discussing information you need to know. My name is Rachel Sadison, and with me today is Dan Fay, Accounting Services Manager with Ag Choice Farm Credit. In his role, Dan manages the team that works with farm families to provide accounting, tax, payroll, and record services. As part of the CARES Act, there have been several special tax programs announced to assist Americans and businesses during this time. Dan will help us better understand those programs. Dan, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me, Rachel. So let's go ahead and get started. The big headline related to taxes was pushing back the federal and state tax deadlines from April 15th to July 15th. What other information is important for farm businesses to know about these changes? So first what I would say is if you're expecting a tax refund, don't wait. Uh, Go ahead and get your tax return filed. The government is continuing to pay those refunds according to their usual schedules. So when the government moved the tax deadline to July 15th, it also affected a few other dates that we want to keep in mind. The first one is your first quarter estimated tax payments. Typically, those are due on April 15th, just like the tax return. So just like the tax return was moved to July 15th, the deadline for these is moved to July 15th. The second deadline I want to remind everybody about is more of a tax planning deadline. The IRA contributions, and the same is true of an HSA contribution, if you have that, is something that we can do after the end of the year and still affect your last year's tax liability. So this is a pretty popular tax planning tool, and the deadline for those has also been moved to July 15th, so typically that's April 15th. So if you haven't filed your tax return yet, there's still a few tricks up our sleeves to be able to change your tax situation. Great. That's good information to know. So the CARES Act also included several other tax-related programs. Please share with our listeners about some of these programs that might be of specific interest to Pennsylvania farms. Sure. So the first program I want to talk about is the Deferral of Employment Tax Deposits. Now, this program is meant to provide pretty immediate cash flow to small businesses. All employers qualify for this. Now, it does play in with the PPP loans or the Payroll Protection Program loans. If an employer got one of those loans and it ends up being forgiven, on the day you get your decision from the lender that is being forgiven, you have to stop deferring these deposits. The way it works is you can defer up to 100% of the employer portion of Social Security tax, which is 6.2%. There is a little word of warning with this program. This is a deferral of deposits and not a forgiveness of deposits, so eventually these payments need to be made. Specifically, they need to be made uh, by two dates. The first one is December 31st, 2021, and by then you have to have paid in 50% of what you deferred and the remaining 50% needs to be paid in by December 31st, 2022. The next program I want to talk about is what's called the Employee Retention Credit. Now, this credit has a lot more eligibility requirements than most of the other programs we've seen because of the CARES Act. Uh, Specifically, to be eligible, a business has to experience either a full or partial shutdown because of government orders or a significant decline in gross receipts. Now, both of those are defined by the IRS, and I would encourage all the listeners to go to the IRS uh, FAQ on this credit 
to get some more information on how those are defined. Another requirement is if the employer received a PPP loan, again, the Payroll Protection Program, then you're not eligible for this credit at all. We haven't seen a lot of movement on this credit yet, and that's really because the first time we need to put pen to paper on this is with second quarter payroll tax returns, which we're not going to file until July. That being said, there are some ways you can take advantage of this credit now. I would encourage everyone to talk to your payroll provider or your accountant if you're interested in using this credit and figuring out how you can use it now rather than waiting until July. The next program I'll talk about is the NOL modification. Now, NOL stands for Net Operating Loss. Uh, what the CARES Act did was temporarily reset the rules for net operating losses back to what they were before the tax law change in 2018. What I mean by that is you can claim 100% of your operating loss in the years 2018, 19, and 20, and you can actually carry those losses back up to five years. So it might be possible for some of the listeners to file an amended tax return for a year and harvest some losses that they weren't able to use originally and get a little bit of a refund. And when we deal with the NOLs, there's a lot of intricacies we want to look at to make sure we're using it in the best way. In addition to carrying it back, there's times where you can carry it forward and offset income in next year or the year after that. So if you have an operating loss and you think this might apply to you, again, you want to talk to your tax preparer to make sure you're using it in the best way possible. The last program I want to talk about a little bit is the economic stimulus checks. These have started to hit taxpayers' bank accounts now, so I wanted to spend a little bit of time explaining them. The amount is $1,200 per adult, so a married couple filing a joint return is going to get $2,400. There's an additional $500 for each dependent child. So let's say you have a family of four, husband and wife with two kids, and they all file a married joint return the check is going to be for $3,400. Now, this check is actually an advance on a future tax credit. So on your 2020 tax return, there's going to be a tax credit that your accountant needs to figure out to reconcile that you got the right dollar amount. So it's very important that you remember the dollar amount that you're getting because your accountant is going to ask for it next year. I've had a lot of people ask me, how is this amount determined? You know, I, I had a kid in 2019. Is the IRS going to catch that and give me the extra $500? So the way the IRS is doing it is they're first looking at your 2019 tax return if that's already been filed. If it hasn't been filed yet, they're going to go to your 2018 tax return and check there. If the 2018 tax return hasn't been filed yet for whatever reason, then they're going to go and look at Social Security records. And just like with every other credit, there's income limitations that apply to this. So if you're a high-income taxpayer, the dollar amount you get may be less than what we're talking about here uh, because, like I said, there's limitations that the IRS is going to apply. Okay, great. Thanks, Dan. So if any of our listeners are interested in the programs that you just highlighted, how do they get started using them? First, I would encourage everyone to do your research. It's very important that you consult with your accountant and your payroll provider to make sure you're getting all of the information that you possibly can about these programs. You also want to make sure you're getting reliable information. There's a ton of information out there on the web or on the radio, and you want to make sure you're getting it from a reliable source. AgChoice has a website uh, that we've added, agchoice.com resources. We have links on there to reliable sources such as the IRS 
FAQ pages for these programs. That's a good starting point. Uh, and you also want to make sure you work out a good detailed plan with your accountant to make sure you're using the programs that are best for you and you're using them in a way that they can play together without disqualifying you for something else. Dan, are there any other final insights you'd like to share today? Sure. What I'll say is all these programs are meant to boost the economy by giving a little bit back to taxpayers and a little bit back to small businesses. But just like with any other tax laws and tax subjects, there's a lot of details and a lot of intricacies involved in all these. So I've said it a few times, and I'll say it again. It's incredibly important to consult with your accountant or your tax preparer or your payroll provider or your business consultants to make sure you've got all the information that you need and you can come to a well-informed decision. Dan, thanks again for joining me on this episode to help us better understand the special tax programs included in the CARES Act. Thanks for having me, and stay safe, Rachel. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Listen to other episodes of Field Notes by AgChoice posted at agchoice.com slash podcast.